This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Happened in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing... Welcome along again. Yes, you know what this means. Indeed, it's a sloppy seconds night. Now, I know what you lot are thinking, and you're being rude. You're making up your own jokes here, aren't you? But this is the second show of the evening. Um, it's also the second in a series, which we will come on to at the moment. Just want to say thank you very much if you are watching on YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. Please press that subscribe button and uh, share and like if you are 
be so kind. And welcome along if you are listening to us on podcast form, uh, on all your major podcast platforms. And I'm not going to name them because every week I go and have a look and I find us on, on something else. So just search Lester Till I Die on your podcast platform and you should um, be able to find us. Now then, a question, and I'm not asking anybody out on a date here, but what are you doing on Saturday between 11 and 1 o'clock? There's no football, well, said there's no, there's no football on uh, in the Premier League, so why don't you get yourself down to W8 Smith Foss Park where you can get one of these beauties? Yep, we have got Minding My Own Football Business, which, as you know, is written by Barry Pierpoint. And it's the inside story of Leicester City's success in the 1990s. There's pictures in there. It's a great. If you think you know the story about Barry, Barry Pierpoint and Leicester City, you haven't. You don't, I mean, because it this will make you think. Spoken to Barry quite a few times. He's a great guy. Not uh, not how he was painted. And if you uh, if you speak to him very nicely, like he has for myself, he'll sign it and pose for a picture with you. As indeed will this gentleman, and I have a feeling Barry might be pushed out of the way, because Julian Jochim, he's written his um, autobiography, um, My Life in Football, You Must Be Jochim. Yeah, it's what he did there. Julian, he will be there as well. And again, if you are very, very nice and say pretty please, it will do what he's done for me there, and he'll sign it for you as well. Not saying the great gifts for Mother's Day, but... If you've got a mother who's into football, why the hell not? Uh, that's WH Smith at Foss Park between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Well, well worth seeing. Um, we've got this tonight. It's, it's the championship we're going to be looking at tonight. And hello to Nippon from NS Sports, a big Chelsea fan. And uh, if your sale doesn't go through, you might want to look at this and see who you could be playing next season. <laughs> I, I joke, of course. But let's get They've been sitting very, very patiently. And I thank them. In fact, one of them went off. I'm sure he went to, to the toilet and came back again. We'll bring him in first. And we've got a Fulham fan. And we're going to say good evening to Emilio. Good evening, sir. How are you? Hello, Chris. Nice to be back. Yeah, I'm very good. Thanks. Yourself? Yep, not so well, better than it was a few months ago, certainly. You know, um, yeah. you, you disappeared then, you just want to make me panic, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know what happened. The line just went completely dead on my end, so no, I had to log back in, but uh, yeah, no, looking forward to doing the show tonight because yeah, we had a couple of shows last season, didn't we? When, when we were yes. in the Premier League, and then we did the uh, Europa League Napoli, um, indeed, away yes, as well. Yeah, you, you, had, you had to mention that, didn't you? you? you... Look, you've got. <laughs> You've progressed further than we have. Well, I was about to say, actually, in fairness, how's it going for you? But uh, <laughs> you got Barcelona. Table. Yeah, I got you know didn't do well against Barcelona. They 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 mullered us, to be honest. But uh, yeah, in the, in the Serie A, you know, they're knocking on the door for that title. But it's all about consistency now in the business end of the season. It is, it is. And talking about consistency, nobody in the top half of the uh, championship seems to be wanting to be consistent no, and no. try and go up, including this gentleman's team. We'll bring him in in a second. First of all, sorry, very bad of me. 
just tell people your links are in the YouTube um, listing below, but how can people find you? Yep, me personally, it's Teddy Nello. So, and then I work with Russ Goldman at Cottage Talk as well from a Fulham fans podcast. So, you know, do subscribe to Cottage Talk. We do sh many shows during the course of the month, home and away, you know, preview shows, you name it. So, yeah, there's a lot of Fulham chat and also a lot of interest for non Fulham fans as well, like you're doing tonight, Chris. I can say next season. Yes. Yeah, who knows? Absolutely. Fingers crossed. It's very well, fingers crossed. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to come on to a point in a second I really do need to ask you about. Um, I'm going to speak and bring in Ryan, um, who's a Huddersfield fan, who's in the dreaded playoff places. And I say dreaded playoff places because we, we've had mixed mixed success, Leicester, in the playoffs. But how, how are you, Ryan? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, like I say, I really appreciate you having me on. Um, I've been uh, watching your, your content for a while now, so I feel like really lucky to be able to be a part of this. No, no, you're, welcome. you're more than welcome along. Um, Huddersfield fan, as we say, you've tasted that Premier League. I'm sure you want to sort of have another bite of the apple, as they say. But first of all, where can people find you if they're looking for you online? Yeah, so I'm the founder of Proud Terriers. So if you want to come and uh, kind of, you know, check out what we're doing at the moment and um, just at proud terriers on all social platforms instagram twitter and facebook so yeah please do give us a follow we're trying to you know we, we keep growing our numbers so we're trying to get to the next milestone so i appreciate it. you could go and follow brilliant do that guys and again your link is also along with emilio's in the description below on youtube and this could be two teams we could be facing uh next season uh and i'm gonna Ask this to you both, but I'll come to you first, Emilio, because one thing that really does annoy me, and I love, don't get me wrong, I love to see clubs, I'd love to see Everton go down this season. Yeah. I really, really would. You know, I, I, I like to see the big team struggle because I don't mm. think of Leicester as a big team still. I like to see, and no disrespect, but the, the what I would call normal clubs come up. Yeah. Yeah, and I liked it when Brentford came up, and they've made a fist of it. And I think they're going. I did say they'd be the best of the three that, uh, that, yeah. that came up, and it looks like they will be. Norwich and Watford. There's no other way of putting it. There's a, they, they really do do pee me off. To be honest with you, <laughs> they're, they're they're sucking the life out of the Premier League, and to my to my mind, they they're taking the chance for other teams to come up and give it a serious go. Watford come up, they get up to 12th, that's not good enough. They sack the manager and look where they are now. Yeah. Norwich come up and all right, they didn't sack the manager last time, but they're up and down like a prostitute's yeah. underwear on a busy night, you know. <laughs> and I mean, you've obviously you came up and went down again straight yeah. away. What what are you gonna do different, would you say, this time? Or are you gonna do anything different this time than you did last time to try and stay up? Yeah, and I think, you know, we went up, you know, prior to we have, what, 13 consecutive years at one point. So, you know, mm. we, we know we're capable of staying up in this division. And it's all about staying up that first season, making the right decisions, yeah. even if it's scraping your way into fourth from bottom, and then you just push on year on year. Like, so, you know, I always keep saying, well, Southampton can do it, Crystal Palace can do it. They they end up spending more each year than the previous year just to stay at the same level, let alone yes. pushing on. But that's the sort of club, where, you know, we have to aspire to, to compare ourselves with Brighton, you know, they don't spend millions, but look, they're managing to consolidate themselves in this division. So, you know, the first time we got re-promoted a few years ago, again, a lot of loan signings, or we spent a lot of money, didn't work out, straight back down. And 
last time around, I actually thought on paper last year we had a good squad. I thought those mm. players on paper were good enough to play in the Premier League. Some good shrewd loan signings, some good permanent signings, some good internationals. On paper, that squad was good enough. Unfortunately, we had a manager whose tactics were bereft of well, his, his identity is keep the ball, don't try to win the game and, and avoid losing. And the fact we scored nine league goals at home all season, that just tells you the story story. Mitrovic has all this banter out. Is, can he do it in the Premier League, can't he? He can. He did it the first time three or four seasons ago. Yeah. You're your best striker, your most political striker. You don't even give him the chance to play. You knocked his confidence for six because you wanted to play a Scott Parker style of football. We went straight back down. And, you know, this time around, I think we'll be different. If we do get promoted, I think we've got a manager who plays more offensively, you know, more expansive brand of football. We will concede goals, but we're also more likely to score goals. It'll just make it more exciting. But give him the squad he had last season, I think we would have stayed up. And you've got a manager, of course, who's had Premier League experience. Yeah, that's going to make a difference. That will make a difference. We've got some investment still to make, and let's not kid ourselves. You know, if we do what Norwich do and don't invest in that squad, then they're only going one way, back back into the Championship. So the owners are committed. They've Twice they've invested significantly in the club each time we've got promoted, so I don't doubt they'll be doing something similar. But it's a shame because a lot of the players we had last year, you know, know, the keeper's gone to West Ham. You know, Anderson thriving at Crystal Palace. Loftus Cheek, who had a dire season for us, he's playing for Chelsea in the in the Champions League. So clearly, these aren't bad players overnight. Lookman, wrong. Yeah, Lookman again. <laughs> I still don't still don't rate him. I know we had this debate a few months ago, but <laughs> but you know, on paper, you know, we weren't playing to these players' strengths. And no. with this manager, I think he will get. He, those are the type of players he needs next season, and I'm sure the owners will back him wholeheartedly. So if we get promoted. We'll have we'll give give it more of a fight next season. I think I think it's fair to say, and we we touched on this before we came live, that um, you're happier with Marco Silva mm. than you were with your predecessor. Absolutely, who is now down the road from me at Bournemouth. <laughs> and like I said, to you both, come on, Bournemouth, come back up. You're only ten <laughs> minutes down the road, and I can uh, I can watch my team not without a seven and a half hour drive round. Um, I mean, you obviously are not impressed with Scott Parker. Um, when I remember, I remember did a show on on College Talk when he first landed the job permanently. And I wasn't 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 blown away. Let's be honest. But then you've got to respect the owners' decisions. You know, the, the owners decided to give him the job. You know, as a as a fan, a long term fan over forty years. You know, you you do what's right for the club. You support your your club through thick and thin, and you back the manager. You can't keep sacking managers and. You know, and albeit he got promoted in his first season. We didn't do it in style. We got through the playoffs. We didn't play particularly well and consistently that season. But what else could he do? He got us promoted. So you've got to back him. You've got to give him the chance to prove himself in the Premier League. And unfortunately, his tactics just weren't up to scratch. I didn't enjoy the brand of football over those two or three seasons. But as a fan, you've got to just take it, right? You've got to sort of give the manager a chance for better or yeah. for worse. He then decided to negotiate a way out of the club last year. And that's what riled a lot of the fans including myself you know you you didn't want to stay at the club you tried to broker a move to Bournemouth which was a, a very odd decision but you know he's, he's he's probably punching above his way the club are doing quite well second place they can still catch us we've got to play them in a few weeks time at their grounds so that's Ooh. going to be a big top wow. of the yeah. overall yeah. Uh, not not disappointing to see him go I'm seeing a much better brand of football we're winning more games we're scoring more goals Bournemouth, they can have him. They can they can keep him for all I care, to be honest. <laughs> he's, he's a past. You know, he won't li- live long in the memory of most Fulham fans, put it that way. No, no. Um, 
Moving on to Huddersfield, um, you, you've been again. You've been up, as I say, before. Um, I think it was seventeen, eighteen, and eighteen, nineteen, two seasons. Um, you finished a respectable sixteenth the first season, which I say kept you up. You know, kept you up, which is all you can hope for. I think first season, and you know, even you know, we had that problem. Um, but you seem to suffer from second season syndrome, as most teams seem to do that come up. Yeah, absolutely. I think, first of all, you know, to even reach the Premier League was a dream come true, really. You know, it was just, um, you know, I never in my wildest dreams thought I'd see my, you know, local team in the Premier League, you know, the, the team that I supported all my life, really, you know, in the Premier League. It was just crazy. So that first yeah. season, yes, we really did, you know, stake a claim. I think we had that real togetherness and that team spirit that really took us through, really. And like I say, you know, it was just all about survival that, that first season, really. And, and we did that, you know, that had some amazing memories along the way in that first season. But yeah, like you say, in the second season, it, it was, I think for me, I think that, you know, it was it, it was a bit of a sickness the way we went down, you know. I, I liked, you know, we didn't go down fighting, for example, you know, in instance. And I think that's the, like, the biggest kind of, um, you know, it, it just wasn't, you know, the best, you know, way to go down, you see. But... For me, I think, you know, the recruitment has to be better if we go back up because I think that that was a massive thing for us. You know, the recruitment side of it, you know, really let us down and we was, uh, you know, we, we didn't seem to have a plan B. We you, we seemed to be very stubborn with our tactics in that second. You know, you've got to adapt to the Premier League and, and you, can't, you can't afford to give teams too much respect either, you know. So yeah. I, 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 I think that for me is, you know, kind of my summary. But it would be fantastic to be back in the Premier League but um, who knows <laughs> I mean a, a couple of things I mean we, 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 I think it was what it was Fulham I was watching ITV4 it was a very quiet day you can, you can <laughs> if you've gone down as ITV4 you know there's not a lot on telly but in fairness I love it because it shows uh, the old ma- um, matches big match. um, big yeah, match. the big match revisited yeah. and all that of course and uh, uh, with Elton Wellsby who's friend of the channel comes yeah. on here uh, with us, and I was watching the Fulham side, and it had George Best in it. Mm. I think it had Rodney Marsh um, at the same time. Correct me if I'm I'm, I'm wrong. No, you're right, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there were some good players at that point, you know. And I always remember you also, of course, famous for uh, being a, a fan of um, Dennis Waterman in the Minder. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's uh, <laughs> you know we've always been a friendly family club, right? And you know. Bit like yourselves, you know. You said it earlier, Chris, and maybe Leicester aren't necessarily a big club, like you know, like a Liverpool or Man United. But you know, you're you're in a Premier League, you're an established Premier League team, and you know, we were that ourselves not too long ago. So you know, at the end of the day, these things go through cycles, as far as I'm concerned. You know, mm. you put the right manager, you get the right tactics, you get the right players. It will all come together at some point. And then sometimes, you know, Watford, you mentioned it earlier, keep sacking their managers, and they're probably going to get what they deserve to go straight back down again. It's just, it's it's. There's no, there's Watford, no Watford are not learning from, you no, know. No. AH Robbins, you are a bit of a Leicester B, but like I say, I hope I hope they're doing well for you. I think you've released Danny Simpson, I think. But when when I was watching Danny Simpson on BT Sport the other week for the European game, and he sat there at half time and he was asked what changes he'd make, and he said he would bring Dakar on which I think was going to be a sort of a bit of a miracle because Daka wasn't even travelling with them. So, <laughs> Danny, I hope your football's better than your memory is. <laughs> but welcome along, A.H. Uh, Robbins. And 
Uh, Alfie Line, Townley going up with a five in the bank. And oh. again, with Huddersfield, before we get onto sort of the the, the, the table, um, I mean, you know, yeah, and I'm probably I'm older than the pair of you here, but no, you won't remember, and I don't remember precisely, but Huddersfield used to be one of the big clubs. Yeah, looking back in the history books, I kind of, um, you know, kind of saw that, which is just incredible, really. But um, yeah, I think yeah, you've, won, was... you've won more. Um, I, I love quoting this actually, but because um, uh, any regular viewers of this show will know my feelings towards Spurs, and <laughs> you've actually won more top flight um, titles than Spurs have. Right, nice, nice. Whenever they say they're a big club, well, that must mean Huddersfield are bigger than you, then. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, I like that. It doesn't go go down well. But again, very quickly, for those of you that are Spurs fans and maybe looking where you could be playing in a few years' time, who knows? I have to do this. I'm contractually obliged to do this. And I'm sorry, I'll get it over very quickly, but sneak it in now, seeing as we did mention It's time for the Daily Spurs. I thought Amelia might like that. But the current counting is... Uh, Tottenham fans, 14 years, 23 days, 3 hours, 48 minutes and 55 seconds. Get in there, Spurs. Get in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't not mention Huddersfield Town without mentioning a Hero for You. I don't know, actually, he also played for Fulham as well. Frank Worthington. Oh yes, I heard. I've, I've heard a lot about him, but like I say, I was I wasn't, you know. No, no, just make me feel like... old now. Come on, make me feel <laughs> old. <laughs> you only had to say it was. Oh yes, I've heard of him. <laughs> loved, loved Big Frank, and um, sad to say he passed away very recently. So mm-hmm. um, all the best to his family and his daughter. Uh, and I, I think it was Bolton actually went on to play for. But amazing, amazing mm-hmm. footballer, and deserved a lot more sort of. Uh, on the international side than he did. Um, somebody yeah, a, really a bad boy him. reputation, didn't he, though? I think that scarred him. So I think, yeah, I think that's what put him off because he was nearly going to sign for Liverpool. Yeah. Um, I always remember Alan Birchnell saying that, you know, normally the ladies' lounge is very, you know, the players' lounge is very mm. quiet after the game. As soon as they signed Frank, all the players' wives and girlfriends <laughs> are in there. <laughs> you know. uh, mm. H. Robbins yet released Simpson... King's been injured all season. James is useless, and half the fan base want Pearson out. Going well then. Going well, H. Robbins. <laughs> oh, never mind. Uh, Anami, I am buzzing about next month. It's on. Uh, it's an absolutely massive month for town, especially. Well, let's have a look at the league, shall we? And um, we'll bring this in, um, and we will look at. <coughs> Oh, there we go. I had it a minute ago. We'll look at the bottom. Uh, first of all, mainly because I want to laugh at Derby. Um, <laughs> and no, I mean, I, I wish Derby all the best. I mean, as a, as Leicester as a team, we've been there. We've, we've gone out of business once. Uh, we were saved by Gavalinica. We nearly went out of business twice. Uh, but before we did, thankfully, Milan Mandrich comes in. So I would never wish that on 
any any club at all. And Berry that went and Bolton nearly went, have worked in both those towns and lived close by, and it shouldn't happen to any football club. That said, so I do hope Derby get 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 out of the financial problems. But that said, obviously I still still want them to go down. But uh, start start with you, Ryan. I mean, looking there, um, I mean, it's looking grim for Peterborough, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think that you know they've um, kind of. I think they're picking up picking up a bit now, but I think they've given themselves too much to do. Really, I think that they, they'll 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 definitely be well, not unfortunately, because we don't really like Peterborough or Huddersfield. I think they. Um, we always need to remember uh, when we played them in the playoff final, you know, a few years back, um, and uh, their chairman, let's say, was very disrespectful towards our club. So I'm very happy to see them at the bottom of the league. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and A.H. Robbins just said, yeah, Derby actually are bottom. And that You see, that that's my fault for being organised and doing these things early, thinking there's no game at the weekend, but you've had games midweek. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> let me, I mean, you you obviously, you guys haven't been looking at the bottom of the table, but uh, let me just see if there's some other way um, we can do this, which there is. Um, yes. Your thoughts on Peterborough while I'm just doing this, Emilio, do you think they're down? Um, I think so. I know they beat our local neighbours QPR the other weekend, but uh, overall, they've, like, I agree with Ryan, they've left themselves too much to do, and you know their goal differences are worse than the league. And you know, but they gave us two two tough games this season. You know, we I went up to Peterborough to watch us scrape a one nil win. We weren't particularly impressive that day, but again, we just we did what we had to do. But they made it difficult for us. And then the corresponding home game last month, um, we you know again we only scraped a two one victory. So again, with two nil up cruising, we conceded a late goal and. Apparently, on another day, that could have been 2 2. So, yeah, they've yeah. made it that difficult to us. I think they did they nick a point against Bournemouth recently as well. Then they got a draw. So, you know, they, yeah. they're fighting against the bigger teams, you know, they're more successfully, but I think they've, they've left themselves too much to do. It's more, you know, the other three, the other three teams, you know, Derby, I think, you know, I think yeah. with their points deduction, I, don't, I thought there was a point they were going to re- rescue themselves. But they've gone I mean, through. They've done well, in fairness, and there is there is the up to date um, table. Uh, thanks for pointing that out, Robbins. Uh, I can say I, I won't have to be as organised in the future, uh, and it is. Uh, I hope you can see that, everybody. Mm. But um, yeah, we have got uh, Derby at the bottom uh, with minus seven, and he, he hasn't, in fairness, done a bad job, but has he, Ryan? I mean, um, old, old Rooney. Um, I mean, yeah. you know. Forms there, but when you can think, I mean, how many points did they have deducted at the start? Oh, I'm not, I'm not sure now, but mm. I think it maybe was it 15? I'm not 15 sure. 15 or 20 points, I think it's quite a significant yeah. amount about four, 20 points overall. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, definitely. Sorry, that, that puts them sort of you know 17 18th if mm. that hadn't happened, and yeah. you know, he, he's put his, his own money in as well. Um, but who, who can you see, right? Who can you see going down? I mean, I think. It's not over for any of those three by any chance of the imagination. You know, you've still got uh, sort of nine, ten games to go, depending sort of how many you've played. And Reading aren't safe, are they? No, they're not, definitely. I think that it's worth noting as well that um, Reading play Barnsley um, after the international break, so that'll be a crucial match, really. And I think that, personally, I think, you know, I think we're going to see, you know, Barnsley, Peterborough and Derby go down and forth. I think, you know... Speaking of Derby, you know, they've done fantastic, you know, they really showed, you know, that fighting spirit. But like I say, with the situation they're in, 
which you know is really sad really but Rooney's done absolutely fantastic you know to, yeah. to, to really um yeah you know they, they've given a real fight of it and that's all you can ask for you know and i think mm. but yeah i think them three teams will will stay there i think they'll go down Hull City, Emilio, do you think they're safe? I mean, you know, they're another sort of eight points or so away from that, but they look pretty safe on paper. I, yeah, I think so. I think, you know, again, Ryan mentioned the top, the bottom of the table clash in Barnsley and Reading will determine who potentially will go down. I think I think Derby are down. You know, we've got no... Fulham fans don't have a lot of respect for Derby. I think there was, a, there was an incident about 1983 when there was a pitch invasion with a few minutes to go. We we had to win that game when you nicked the third place, Chris. Do you remember that season? Oh, I was just going to say yeah. that this sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got to let it go, Emilio. Yeah, You've got to let these things go. Uh, <laughs> always been a rivalry with Derby County, so we've still got to play them on Good Friday at their ground. But Barnsley, look, they were, pro they were in the playoffs last season. The manager moved on. This, they, they, some of the players were posted. Look, now they're at the bottom end of the table. But again, nothing will give me a bit more pleasant seeing Reading going down. You know, again, Fulham and Reading fans don't get on. We thumped them seven 0 at their ground, not you know about six, seven weeks ago. So yeah. hopefully they'll go down. And Paul Ince, who the hell made that appointment? Absolutely dire, dire manager, dire. But, <laughs> you know, he may have just enough points in the bag there. But again, Reading. Are a nothing team as well. What do they offer? Zero. So it'd be nice to see them go down in place of Barnsley. I'd like to see Barnsley stay up. Small club, good mm -hmm. values, well-run club. I'd just like to see them stay up and hope Reading go down instead. Yeah. A.H. Robin says, uh, can we just promote Fulham already? There's no point in playing them anymore. Um, 21 points. Uh, I mean, are we, are we thinking Hull are safe and everybody above them? Yeah. I think, I, so, yeah. I, I think so, to be fair. I, I think that, you know, the others are, you know, are fairly cut adrift now, aren't they? I think it's between those four. Um, but, yeah, I, th I think, well, realistically, I think it's between either uh, Reading or Barnsley, whoever, you know, mm. whoever can win next week, that'll be crucial. Like, so that'll decide it for me. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think the thing, Emilio, as you look at that table there, and we, we, we touched on this earlier, is the lack of consistency. Mm. Yeah, I yeah, mean, you know, even like you know, those in the bottom, you know, you're looking at sort of Norwich, for example, and it's red, 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 red. <laughs> but here you've got teams that sort of, you know, you've you've got draws, you've got wins. Um, I mean, the most, I suppose, <laughs> anybody with a little bit of consistency there is Blackpool with three wins, but no team there is sort of grabbing it. So maybe they are where where they deserve to be. Yeah, exactly, and you know the. A lot of these teams are obviously conceding a lot of goals. Again, you know, Fulham are obviously high-scoring teams, so we're thumping a lot of the teams in the division. But it's a very open division. Even when we go to the top half in a moment, you'll see that there's still what eight to ten clubs fighting for four playoff places. To be honest, so I think it's. Yeah. You know, I think it goes back to what I said before the beginning of the season. I still think it's a very weak championship from a neutral perspective. It might be entertaining. From a quality perspective, it's probably the poorest I can ever remember. Every year, the quality in the championship, I think, is getting worse and worse. The gap between the top of the second tier is widening. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, again, so for neutrals, it's great fun because you can score, see lots of goals, inconsistency, you can't predict results. But quality, yeah. not then. The fact that we're top of the league, you know, you'd, you know, you'd expect us to do well in this division because we've got some quality players on big wages, on big salaries and big uh, transfer fees. But... Again, there have been some games where we've disappointed. You know, games we, we lost a home to Reading, for example. We lost a home to Huddersfield right. last month. No disrespect to Huddersfield. You were on a great run of form then, Ryan. I think we played you at the wrong time. But fair dues, you know, you you turned up. You deserved the win that day. But it's that's the inconsistency. You know, from a Fulham perspective, 
we've dropped points needlessly at times. Mm. And and an army there, so he thinks Birmingham could be be dragged into it. Mm. I mean, Ryan, looking at that, and we're we're looking there at eleventh down to twenty fourth, so we're definitely looking at the bottom half there. Are you surprised to see anybody down there? I mean, we mentioned Barnsley were in the playoffs last season, so I suppose that's a surprise. But anybody else that are down there that you thought might be, you know, giving it a good go this year? Not, not particular. I don't really think. Really, I think maybe Stoke, maybe could be mm-hmm. higher. You know, um, West Brom, West Brom should be definitely higher. I'm not sure what's going on with West Brom at the moment, but. Um, They've given Steve Bruce a job. I think that's one. <laughs> well, yeah, but them certainly them two teams uh, surprising that they're down there. But apart from that, really, I think that I'm not really surprised about the others, yeah. if I'm honest. Yeah, Emilio, same question to you. Yeah, I think so. I think Swansea, the NLT, I think Swansea are sort of under underperforming. See, I think Swansea should be high up the table, to be honest. But the rest are all very they're much of the same. You know, Coventry, Blackpool, mm. Preston, Cardiff, Bristol City, all. Similar teams, not much quality there, which is why you're, you're seeing this inconsistency. So again, lots of goals, entertainment, but are we seeing quality? I think it's just a very, very poor division, in my opinion. Yeah. Nippon's just asking there about the playoffs. We're coming on to the playoffs soon, Nippon. So uh, we'll answer your question when, when we get to that. I mean, I mentioned there Steve Bruce. I mean, <laughs> are we sort of, it's said, said very often, uh, I'll come to you first this one, Ryan, is that we are recycling the same managers <laughs> over and over again. And, you know, what other business does a manager have to have a, do really, really bad, but then walk into another another job? I suppose Steve Bruce kind of has a bit of a history of getting teams out of the, the, the second tier. But, I mean, was that a good appointment, do you think? No, I think absolutely not really. I'm not really, you know, no disrespect to see Bruce, you know, yeah. you know, but I, I don't really see how he keeps getting jobs because <laughs> I just, <laughs> you, you're looking and you're thinking, you know, the style of play and everything. I, I just don't, I just don't see how he's, you know, he's he, he, just not appealing, you know. He, he, I don't understand why. He, and I think it's down to his reputation as a footballer because obviously he, he seemed to do well as a footballer, didn't he? But um, yeah, yeah. Um, Apart from that, you know, I, I I don't understand that appointment, and I know that a lot of uh, you know West Brom fans were a bit confused and a bit annoyed with that appointment as well. So, yeah, not very good, really. I'm not sure who made that decision. <laughs> Do you feel the same, Emilio? Yeah, I've never been a Steve Bruce fan. You know, I think when we uh, beat the beat Villa in the playoff final a few years ago, that was gave me a lot of pleasure. And, you know, seeing that smirk off his face, but. Yeah. Day, I look at it from looking from a neutral perspective, and I think look at Newcastle fans. I actually don't think he did a bad job at Newcastle. No investment, no in, no, mm. you know, Ashley gave him no money. He still kept that team in that division. Yeah, the brand of football wasn't great, but Newcastle fans, you've just taken your wealthy owner to suddenly find your bit of form and get you out of that relegation. And that would give me a lot of pleasure seeing Newcastle get relegated. I know you want Everton to go down, but if Newcastle ever went down, that would give me a lot of pleasure because they, they, when's the last time they won a trophy? I know you said Tottenham haven't won a trophy for 14 years. I think Newcastle must be about 50 years. They don't warrant being in the Premier League. You know, they have no divine right to be there. They, they, they you don't. only have a divine right to they be there to get enough points. I think for me, the thing, and I'll stick with you, Emilio, with this one, is the mm. thing for me with Newcastle is they don't, They've never said we deserve to be here because of who we are. You know, you've got certain clubs like 
Arsenal didn't want to be in the Europa Conference because they're Arsenal and they should be in the Champions League because they've been in it so often before. Man United, you know, because they had excellent years under Ferguson, they think it's a God-given right that they're always going to be a big team. You'd never get that with sort of, you know, either Leeds fans or Newcastle fans. And I think that's why I don't mind them as much. But do you, I mean, if somebody came along and bought your club out, you know, and 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 with a lot of money. I mean, did you not have the owner of Harrods? I can I can't remember yeah, his name. Yeah, exactly. Now. And I think it's you know we he did a good job. He kept us in there pretty much for thirteen years. And they just feel sometimes Newcastle fans sometimes feel they have they've they have a divine right to be in the division. I think I think that's I think many fans that I know from Newcastle always believe they're bigger than they actually are. But you know, trophies, success determine you know how good a club you are. And, if you've not won anything for 50 years, then that doesn't give you a right to win that division. So um yeah. I wish they were I wish they were gonna go down last season. We were hoping that they would they would nick the one of the relegation plays, but unfortunately we lost a bit of form towards the back end of the season. But they've got enough in the tank now, so I think Newcastle will be okay this season. So again, they get away with it, and maybe they may get away with it ongoing because they've got financial backing now. Yeah. Scott, possibly not if Derby carry on and go down, but <laughs> I just have to mention <laughs> that again. I mean, Ryan, if somebody can... Oh, excuse me. I don't know who sort of your owners are at the moment. Uh, you've got sort of a Spanish coach in there um, as head coach. I mean, if, you know, if somebody came along with, with the money, you're not going to turn it down, are you? You know? No, absolutely not. I think we're kind of in a transition at the moment because obviously um, our you know owner that's been on for the last year or so, um, his business went under. So uh, Dean Hoyle came back in again. Um, and you know, he, I think he's still looking to kind of find it, you know, an owner really. Yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on with that at the moment. But yeah. uh, for us, um, I I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable having a, you know, an owner that comes in with lots of money because we I've always known and we we've always known that we've got on, we've always had an owner that's sensible and doesn't really have much money but they'll still spend a bit. Um, mm. So. To change that kind of ethos, if you could say so, I'm not sure I necessarily like that. But um, obviously, because I don't necessarily think that it's okay. Money is absolutely, you know, you know, it, it is. It does help a bit, but I don't think it's everything because it just depends, you know, who you're signing, and you know, it's all about recruitment, isn't it? You know, you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't recruit well, and if you don't get players that can work well together, it's really oh, yeah. hard, isn't it? You know, so. We've got a team. Totally. That... I mean, if you look mm -hmm. at Man United, you know, you could say individually, uh, Ryan, that they've got some of the best players in the world there. But as a team, they're in absolutely disarray at the moment. Wow. Um, but I mean, I mean, you know, in, in I think it depends obviously on the on the owners. I mean, you know, I look at Portsmouth and I know when Milan was there, he sold it to Gay Dark, was it? And he was a complete he virtually well, he ruined the club, to be honest with you. Uh, and he came into us and saved us. So I always respect Milan for that. He did save us from going under for a second time. And then he sold the club. And we're all sat there thinking, whoa, you know, after what he did to Portsmouth. But he found these tie owners. And obviously, you know, the rest, as they say, is history. But it is the perfect storm all coming together, getting the right manager, then getting the right players in. Yes, we had a bit of luck because that first season we should have gone down. We were bottom longer than anybody else and stayed up. And of course, the re the the rest, as they say, is history. You know, uh, 
Alfie Lyon here says uh, championship is the best in the world for entertainment. I mean, it was always known as, as that, Emilio, but you're, you're uh-huh. saying it's sort of gone down now. It, it's because it was always a very tough league to get out yeah. of. Yeah, definitely. I think definitely it's more competitive because you can see all the teams. There's like a small window. We've got about 10, 12. We look at Birmingham City on 42 to mm-hmm. six places, probably on 60, you know, 60 odd points. So it's very, very nip and tuck there, you know, between bottom five and top six. So it's, yeah. But quality still, I think there might be entertainment, might be good value, but I still think the quality is getting worse year on year. I want to put this any to you, promoted, but it's getting poorer quality. Yeah, well, I want to put this to you, Emilio, because Alfie's asked the quote, well, he's, he's made the point, and uh, he is definitely sort of a, a, a terrier here. Um, mm. Our team is pretty much all free, and the likes of Fulham is like 150 million, and we are fourth, just shows you don't need to spend a lot of money. Yeah, and I think you know that, that that's fair, but you know a lot of a lot of these players are legacy players from last season as well. So Mitrovic, you know, we've been a great signing for us over the last four seasons. You know, he's kept his loyalty to the club. You know, been relegated twice, but he still persevered and stayed there. And I still think he can make a difference in the in the Premier League next year. Still young enough and hungry enough to do that. But you know, at the end of the day, it's all about survival next season. So, but you're right. You know, it's, if you get the right manager, right tactics, and it all comes together you play as a team you punch yeah. above your weight then you know it's anything is possible you know you, you Huddersfield went through what 16 17 um, games unbeaten I know you've got you've wobbled a bit in the last two or three games but you went through a great run of form that got you back up to I think at one point you were in second place a couple of weeks ago so but maybe now the wheels have slightly come off again and maybe you know I know a friend of mine at work who or two of them, one outside of work who would desperately would be happy to get promoted if it means they get relegated, whereas the one at work would rather get promoted when the team is more ready and more stable. And I said, well, I'd rather take the, take the opportunity now while you can if you don't know what's going to happen next year. Be like Barnsley, didn't get promoted last year. Now they're likely to get relegated. So take what you can today, for better, for worse, and, and hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'd be pleased to know we're now going to be looking at the more... Uh, for you guys, anyway, the better half of the table. And uh, we'll do that straight after this. Yeah, please like, share, and subscribe if you can on uh, YouTube. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. Um, Ryan, top half of the table. I touched on this before we uh, before we uh, went live. When you look at that, and you can see sort of the greens, the the blacks, and the reds there, there's there's very little consistency. Mm-hmm. Does nobody want to get promoted? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think it's down to the fact is that, you know, like I said, this league is very competitive. So I think that I, I don't necessarily think the quality is worse. I think it's just that, you know, on the day, anyone can be anyone in this league. So that's what, what makes it, you know, really exciting, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can see that there is a lot of uh, inconsistency. Um, but yeah, it'll certainly be an interesting end to the season, see what kind of happens, because like I said, it's really tight up at the top. Yes, yeah, and and we'll come on to sort of um, seventh and downwards in a minute, but Emilio, I mean, you are eight points clear, uh, yeah, Bournemouth have got a game in hand, but is it yours to lose? 
Yeah. I think so. And I think I've I've said on many of my shows, it's I won't be any, happy with anything but winning the championship. You know, second place is not good enough. I know promotion looks like you know you look at what fourteen points ahead of Luton with a maximum of twenty four points for the for Luton to pick up. Obviously Huddersfield. So yeah. there's enough points there, that, but the gap is quite significant. But let's win the title. I want I want to I want to win first place. I want to get the silverware that goes yeah. with it. And three more wins. You know, we're more likely to get that that top place for certain, but we've still got Bournemouth away, so we may have to play Scott mm. Park attack. Is not try not to lose the game, and keep, <laughs> but we'll see. But it's I, I think it's, it is hard to lose. That one. <laughs> it is ours to lose, to be honest. I think with that gap, I know they've still yeah. got a game in hand, but we've got a better goal difference. So in theory, they win that game in hand. We're still two six points ahead of them, so it's two mm. wins, and then the, obviously yeah. there's there's only what nine ten games left, so it's. It's it's for us to lose, but I think it's looking good. But we've we haven't been playing our best the last few weeks. You know, we lost to West Brom last week. Bruce got his tactics right and deserved their one nil win. You know, we drew we drew the game before that. So it's and the prior game we're not thumping teams, scraping one nil here, two one there, which is sometimes the making of a good team. You can't always win five or six nil. So it's sometimes you have to play ugly and win. And we've done that in in some of our recent games. But you know, just ninety goals. Made a habit of winning one nil, didn't they? There yeah. were there were no results one nil. Brighton promoted a few years ago to Hughes. Same thing there. He wasn't pretty, but he closed yeah. shop as soon as they took the lead. He closed shop and they won many games one nil. But it's yeah. And look where they are now. What four or five years in the Premier League consistently there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ryan Huddersfield Town. You've you've been like you say, as Emilio said earlier, you've been up to second. You've been down. What is why? Why isn't that consistency happening for you? I'm not sure really because, like I say, obviously we're 17 unbeaten before you know, you know, a couple of weeks back, and I think the turning point for us really, and I've said this is um, the game at West Brom. Ironically, we've been talking about West Brom. Um, obviously, being two 0 up, you know, very comfortable. You know, about seven minutes to go, and we just totally capitulate once we concede that first goal, and I think. That's where we've seen the, the, the drop because our form's been really poor of late, really. You know, mm. we, we've picked one point up from the last three. You know, um, I think it's it's not just because we've, you know, lost games as well. It's the manner that we've lost games as well. I think we look really tired, you know. Going to Millwall, you know, if you, you know last week, and I think, you know, going into the game, I thought, you know what, we can make a real good fight that we can really come away with. But yes, it's okay. It's a tough place to go, but... We still should have been winning that game. We we, we were way below par. We lost two 0 in the end. Then obviously, uh, most recently against Bournemouth, you know, we were so poor. You know, I know Bournemouth are a great side, but there's a way to lose a match, and, and I think that mm-hmm. we just their goals that we, you know we, the goals we conceded were so poor. You know, they were just gifted. It was like a training session for them. Really, we didn't really make a fist <laughs> of it. Really, and um, I think though personally though, I think that the international break has come at the perfect time for us. It really has because it. It gives us chance, you know, to regroup and go again, you know, afterwards because we really did need that little break. I know that we've got a few internationals, but we really didn't that break because we look absolutely off our feet at the moment for some reason. I'm not sure. Obviously, there's a lot of football, you know, in the championship, and you know, obviously, when you're not picking the points as well as we haven't in the last few games, it can really take its toll. So I'm very happy to yeah. see the international break for once. <laughs> I've got to say, Amelia, and I've only just noticed this, and I'm like, WTF, as they say, so I don't swear. Mm. I mean, you've got a goal difference of plus 58. I mean, <laughs> that, that's, I'm like, what? 
Yeah. Know, I mean, I don't think we've scored that many all season. Um, <laughs> that, that's 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 like a, a couple of points for you, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that obviously that will, you know, that's a record. I think we want to break the hundred mark of goals in the in the league. So I think we're what tonight, ten goals away from hitting a hundred. Yes. So we're yes. likely to hit that. But we've got some tricky games coming up. But it's it's that next. It's that sort of playoff position. You look at from Luton Town, who who have surprised me. I'm, I'm surprised they're that high up the table, but bit of consistency they've won three out of their five games you know look they've just pushed them up into third place and anywhere down to Millwall even Coventry can still sneak into those playoffs so it's all not Coventry don't don't say that I'll mute you if you say those 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 words (laughs) you know um no I was gonna ask Ryan is Ryan are you worried about missing out because you one minute you're in the automatic promotion are you worried that you can you keep in that position now, I was so I was worried for you. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna mention that actually because I think you know yes I am really worried actually because you know we are really struggling at the moment. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this international break will be good for us, but the reality is is it's very tight, and, and I think that mm-hmm. my my biggest fear is we will drop out, but we, we've just got to kind of see you know kind of what happens here. But uh, we know what we we're capable of. Um, but yeah, it's even to be up there though for us because I think that at the start of the season, I think as fans, I think we was kind of thinking, you know what, if we if we finish top half, we'll be, we'll be really happy with that. Really, you know, we've really punched upon you know above our weight this season again. And I think that to be in that position is great. So I think we should just you know. But yeah, I am really worried um, personally. But then if I look at the seventeen unbeaten run, that's what we gave yeah. the glove. Um, and and I think if you're looking at the teams, I think I th- I think you know I, th- I think I'm not being biased, but I think we're one of the the best teams. Um, I, I'm not you know I think no disrespect to Luton by the way as well, but you know for them to be up in third, it mm. kind of shows the you know the level of the league as well in my yeah. opinion because I, I, I haven't really been impressed. Yeah, I don't really see Luton as, as a as a massive threat, even though they're third. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, but like the teams like Sheffield United. Blackburn, you know, Middlesbrough, uh, QPR. I think these teams, I, I think we've got a few, you know, we've, we're playing a few of these teams coming up as well. We, you know, we've got QPR coming up. Um, so, yeah, I'm really worried, but I'm also very positive. I'm trying to stay positive because <laughs> we've just had a fantastic season, no matter what happens. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, I mean, you, you, you have, and it is a gamble, isn't it? With the, I mean, like I say, I've had my fair share of playoff disappointments, you know, and uh, we don't even mention Troy Deeney around this part of the uh, part of the world. Um, I mean, I've got to be honest with you, looking at that, I mean, Luton Town, I've got a soft spot for Luton Town because they they had Dewsbury Hall off us for a season or two and, and did him very, very well. He's come back now and he's, you know, as regular a first team player as anybody at the club, and of course we got James Justin uh, from Luton Town. So yeah, I've, I've got I've got a soft spot for for Luton Town. Um, Sheffield United, um, they came down. Who's their manager now? I was just trying to find out who their manager was. So they appointed Jokanovic, and they they sacked him before Christmas. And right. to be honest, in that. I thought that was a bit of a rash decision. I think the same with Fulham. He needed time to get going at Fulham and eventually got us promoted and they got rid of him. And in their defence, they've actually they've pushed on now. And then they're actually, they will be one of those top six teams. They may even get, they may even scrape second place if they can, you know, if they can find a way of Bournemouth dropping points and they keep consistency there. But 
Sheffield United are likely to be in the playoffs. They look quite strong, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, it's Paul Heckingbottom. Paul Heckingbottom, yeah. Why does his name ring a bell? <laughs> Not sure. Uh, uh, has, he been, has he been around? Um, as they say, in the nicest possible way. Yeah. Oh, he was at Leeds. He was at Leeds for a very short time, wasn't he? When when they went through their sacker manager every time the weather changes. Period. <laughs> yes, he didn't. He didn't last long. Um, Blackburn Rovers, a club that I actually worked for, and I have to say, when I say worked for, I don't mean in the uh, playing sense, of course, <laughs> but in the and uh, the admin side, a back up there. I mean. That is very much for me. I always quote Blackburn as the "be careful what you wish for" club. Uh. You know they had um, uh, Sam Allardyce as the manager. Uh, the new owners came in. They sacked him. They appointed uh, his, his youth, his assistant manager, his youth manager, whatever it was, and they just dropped out of sight. Um, I mean, you guys have both played Blackburn Rovers. Are, are they? Contenders, or or do you think that again punching above the weights? Amelia, I'll come to you first on uh, that one. Um, they had a similar Huddersfield. They went through this very. We beat them seven nil at their ground. I think it's back in November time, and after that they went to a mass. They went to an incredible unbeaten run, but then we played them a month ago at home and we beat them as a two nil, and they were disappointing. I don't. I don't. I think they. I think they're poor. To be we played them twice, one mm. nine nil over two games. They were very very poor. So I think. Their wheels are falling off with those guys as well. So I actually think they may drop out. I think Nottingham Forest are probably the team we need to watch if you're in, the, in that playoff group. They, you know, they gave Liverpool a bit of a fight the other day in the in the in the cup quarter. Yeah. I should have probably should have won that game. They had enough chances to to beat them, but they've got games in hand, which I know. And of course, they did, they did beat two Premier League clubs. Yeah, yeah before that. And thank you for bringing that up again, Emilio. That's, you know, Coventry City you've brought up and now Nottingham Forest. <laughs> I'm not having you back on again. <laughs> uh, just to take my mind off this, Kate, how the devil are you? Welcome along. Um, <laughs> she says, yes. hello there, Championship. Burnley, I'm sorry, but, yeah, it's it's looking looking um. like you've left it a bit late for the old second uh, half of the season push. Um, Ryan, your thoughts on Blackburn? Yeah, I think that Blackburn was really up amongst the automatic players, weren't they? You know, you know, mm. earlier on in the season, but obviously they lost uh, Ben Berrett and Diaz, who obviously is absolutely. I really like him. I think he's a quite. I think they're too reliant on him, though. Really, unfortunately, mm. I think obviously if someone's got that many goals. Obviously, it does help that you know that's why they was up there, really, wasn't it? But they've struggled since he kind of got injured, mm. and then, but. But they're still in the playoff. They're still in the top six. So you can say that it, it's a big result for them that they've stayed there. Because I thought they were going to, you know, drop out the playoffs, you mm. know, but they're still in there, you know. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to be, you know, I think they're going to be, a, I think they're going to be a competitive side in the play, you know, if they get in the playoffs as well. So uh, they're a dangerous outfit for me. I think that, um, so yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, Obviously, they've been in the Premier League as well, haven't they? So, they, they have got the pedigree. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't think you can take anyone for granted in those, no. uh, around those yeah. player positions, really. I must admit, Kate, I mean, she's a, she's 
She's a, a she's going to kill me now and say she's a Yorkshire lass. She'll deny that, but she is she is married to a very very strong um, Burnley fan, and she does that. She's a Burnley fan herself. She tells me. I just find it very funny that if Burnley go down, Blackburn come the other way. To me, that's <laughs> like if you're a Burnley fan, that's a double kick in the teeth, right. really. And I like I say I've nothing against Burnley as, as in no, I lived there for twenty odd years, so. Uh, but I think that they have left it too late. You mentioned Nottingham Forest, uh, Emilio, and uh, so I'll come back to you on mm. this one. Uh, is it Steve Cooper, their manager? Um, yeah. They are, I've got to be honest with you, yes, they beat us uh, in the FA Cup, and they deserve to. They they totally played us off the mm. park, and we'd got, we'd had all the kids out for the Watford in the previous round. We've got all the first teamers back, and they absolutely, well, 4-1 it was, oh. you know. <laughs> They'd beaten Arsenal in the round before, but you know mm. Arsenal probably weren't at the best then. But I'm I'm surprised because they were in the playoffs not so long ago, weren't mm. they? Exactly, and I think they've obviously got quite a few games in hand. So I think yeah. clearly you've got to you've got to win those games. Yeah, I'd rather have points on the board than yeah. games in hand. But Steve Cooper plays an exciting brand of football. They're very expansive, a bit like a bit like Fulham, to be honest. I think they've got a good, they're very strong, very dangerous up front, and if they can get consistency in front of goal take their chances then i think they'll 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 get in the in the in those playoff slots and i still think it'll be sheffield united forest probably middlesbrough think middlesbrough again they've got a couple of games in hand they've got a decent manager in chris wilder and i hope yeah. huddersfield get there because i think huddersfield you know were you gave us a very good game last month and deserve to win at craven college and i think it'd be sad to see you drop out of those playoff positions right so i think you're technically a better team than some of those around you yeah, and I think that for me, the, the most gutting part of it, you know, if we don't get in the playoffs, is, is you know, the, you know, the, the effort, the amount of effort that mm. these players are putting, you know, all our squad have been absolutely fantastic this season. They, they really, and, you know, for that to, to cut, even though we didn't expect to be where we are, we still, now we're there, we want actually to keep all of that play. And it, I think we're one of the teams that it looks most doubtful at the moment. I think that obviously with the form, you know, and, the way we're playing but like i said that international break can do a massive i refer back to it earlier you know that can give you the chance to regroup and you've just got to keep you know you've just got to kind of start fresh you know after the international break. so yeah but um yeah that's... Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, stick, I'll stick with you ryan i mean chris chris wilder was mentioned there and i i have total respect for for chris wilder as uh, as a manager and what he did you know um uh, when he was at uh, Sheffield United, wasn't it? When he was there, um, and and I, I like Liverpool, but <laughs> I like Liverpool's of. <laughs> sorry, Liverpool. What am I saying? Middlesbrough. Because I, I absolutely love the way their chairman responded to Chelsea's suggestion of uh, having no fans at their match. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he 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 didn't take any um, any prisoners, did he? he? Came out and said it as it was. But again, a club I can remember. You know, we beat them in the League Cup final, albeit a replay, and they had the likes of Janino, Ravinelli. Um, you know, they they, they 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 went down that route for a bit. Um, it seemed to be a well-run club. Um, mm. Your thoughts on Middlesbrough, Ryan? Yeah, I think that obviously Chris Wilde, you know, he, he's a great manager, isn't he? You know, he did great at Sheffield United, um, you know, for a time. And I think they... I think I think they're a team that are really you know exciting to watch really from a neutral point. I think that they're a great side to watch kind of thing. I think that 
I, 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 fa- I, I kind of fancy them to get into the playoffs. You know, I really do. I think, I think that, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not convinced about Blackburn as such. Um, mm-hmm. I know that I said this before that this, it, for them to be still in the playoffs, it's still a result for them. But personally, I think Middlesbrough will just get in there um, in, in place of Blackburn. I, I think that. Um, they're a competitive side. They've got some brilliant quality players. And I think that, you know, obviously they're, they're another team has been in the Premier League. So, yeah, I, 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 I've been really, you know, impressed with them this season, really. Wouldn't wouldn't it be nice to see a Middlesbrough-Sheffield United semi-final in the playoffs oh. and, uh, and, and Middlesbrough go through? Um, no disrespect <laughs> to Sheffield United because I, I quite like Sheffield United. Um, only because it's nice to see Vardy wind them up every time he scores again. I mean, thanks for coming on. We're going to do this again, hopefully, if you don't mind, at the end of the season, and we'll see who has and who hasn't and what have you gone up. But, Emilio, first of all, um, your I'm assuming Fulham's going to be in here, but your two to go up automatically and your third one from the playoffs that you think will go. I mean, I know it's a difficult one, that. Well, I tell you what, because I say it is a bit of a lottery. Two to go up uh, automatically, and four in the playoffs. Um, I think it'll be Fulham and Bournemouth that will get promoted automatically. I think, mm. in terms of the next four, I think Sheffield United. I think will make it. I think Nottingham Forest will make it. I think Middlesbrough will squeak squeeze into it. Yeah, I think it's between basically it's between Huddersfield and Luton in that fourth place. I think I think Blackburn will drop out. QPR are, are dropping. Which is good to see. Uh, so I think I think it's Sheffield United, Forest, Middlesbrough, and probably Huddersfield. I think Luton again. I don't think they've got enough there to sustain this for another eight or nine games. Mm. Same to you, Ryan. Yeah, I, I think that the automatic places are done now. So definitely Fulham and Bournemouth um, to go up automatically. Um, I'm going to stick with. I'm going to say we're going to be in the playoffs still because I still have that hope and I still have that positivity. Okay. So that's great. <laughs> Um, Sheffield yeah. United definitely, um, Middlesbrough, and I'm just stuck to know. I think Blackburn maybe as well. I think Blackburn may stay there. I, I think Luton will drop out ultimately. I think that. Um, I think yeah. I know that they've got kind of a smaller squad, and that doesn't mean anything, of course. But um, I, th- I, th- I think that you know they'll kind of run out of steam for me, and I think they may they may be the ones that drop out here. But yeah, yeah. I think that's far, isn't it? Yeah. You both, yeah. I mean, Luton in third at the moment, and you both think they're going to drop out. So that's uh, that that is interesting. But guys, look, thanks so much for coming on. I've really enjoyed this. Uh, I want to try and do this more often. Um, I, I know it's not not easy because you know, but when we have international breaks, we we've not got games to cover. It does free us up a little bit. You both welcome back at the end of the season. I say, I say, when it's all over, and hopefully we'll be talking to both of you as uh, future <laughs> Premier League teams again. <laughs> both Fingers <of> crossed. <laughs> Fingers yeah, crossed. Um, and uh, yeah, good luck for the rest of the season to both of you, and that you do manage to find a way up one way or another. Uh, Emilio, as always, thank you. Thank Just you. again, where can people find you? Um, at, at Cottage Talk for our Fulham podcast and Teddy Nello for me personally. Brilliant. All the best for the rest of the thank season, you. mate. Don't right, cock it you. up. It's yours to lose. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and come up and take Everton's place, please. Oh, that'll be nice. Let's take yeah. Fat Lampard, sorry, Frank Lampard back down, down with him. So, yeah, nice one, mate. All the best. Thanks very <laughs> thank much. Thank you very much. Take care, Cheers. guys. Thank, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Take care. 
And Ryan, again, first timer, but thank you so much for coming on. Um, yeah. As I, I've got a soft spot for Huddersfield, if only because I say I do use it to uh, to beat Tottenham fans <laughs> on the head with. Uh, but again, thank you so much for coming on and good luck for the rest of the season. It's not going to be easy in the playoffs. Um, I know that, as I say, you know, every Leicester fan knows the pain of of the playoffs. The only advice I can give you is maybe change change your goalkeeper in the uh, 91st minute or something, because that, that seemed to work for us against Palace. No uh, problem, yeah. yeah. But again, just tell people where, where where they can find you. Yeah, so my group is the Primal Terriers. Um, you can find us on all socials, um, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And like I say, really appreciate it. anybody who couldn't go on forward. But yeah, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's been great. I've loved it. Brilliant. No, it's been great. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, and good luck, like I say, for the rest of the season. Thank you. Thanks. See you later. Take care. Cheers. Thank bye you. bye. Bye bye. Oh, thank you to uh, both Ryan and Emilio there. Two great guys. Hopefully, see them back in the Premier League. And hopefully, neither of them are going to do a Norwich or a Watford. I don't think Adam will do a Watford and sack the manager after about five games, but <laughs> hopefully, they don't come down. Hey, I tell you what, it's really, really been an interesting um, couple of days looking at League One and League Two with Mike and looking at the Championship there with Emilio and Ryan. Um, remember, <laughs> Leicester City, not so long ago, that was us. Uh, but good luck to all the teams. It's interesting. We're going to revisit it, all of the divisions at the um, at the end of the season and just see where they are. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. A little bit different, like I say, um, but I do hope you have enjoyed it. Uh, Kate, I hope you've uh, made a couple of notes of people there for, for, for uh, Dan that you can speak to. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Look, everybody, all the best, guys. Thanks for joining us. Um, thanks for watching us. I say Lester Till I Die TV. Uh, please, please give us a sub and a like. And uh, on your favorite podcast or platform, thank you so much for listening to us as well. It really, really, really does mean a lot. Um, I'm off. Um, and I'm not. I'm not going to be back until the, till Monday, possibly. I'm going to have a few days off. It's my birthday next Tuesday, so I'm definitely having Tuesday off. No shows on Tuesday. Uh, might do an England-Switzerland watch along, but, you know, it's a friendly. I don't know if I can get excited about friendlies. And of course, got Ivory Coast on the Tuesday, but that is my birthday, so I won't be watching that. And I know Harry Kane will be playing on that so he can get a five or six goals to his total. Did I say that out loud? Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Take care, guys. I'll see you soon. Good night now. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.